Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this podcast. I am Patrice. I started this podcast as a part of my journey to help us discover our worth and own our worth. So many of us are caught up in what life has done to us that we forget what we can do for life. So welcome to Your Worth It. This podcast will create a space for people to tell their story because our story is where our strength is. Our story is where our healing is. Our story is where we discover who we are and what we're made of. We are shaping our story, but it starts with us owning our worth. Remember, you are worth it. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Your Worth It. This show, like I always say, was designed to help us tap into the essence of who we are and own the worthiness of who we are. I am so eager to get into today's episode because it is going to be a continuation of episode one of me sharing my story about a life tragedy that could have changed everything for me. One of the things that I told you all is that we will take this journey together and I will share more of my story as we take this journey together. So it won't be just our guests sharing their stories with us. I'm going to continue to share my story with you all, and I'm going to invite you to call in to share your stories with us as well. This journey is going to get juicy, y'all. I will share more of my story as we take this journey together, I promise you. Before we get into today's episode, I want to review our first month together. I am so excited to have completed month one. Yay, 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 yay. We made it through our first month together. In episode one, we touched on some of my story from my chapter of depression. It was a tough time for me going into a depression, dealing with the depression, and fighting my way out of a depression. Depression is one of those things that can sneak up on so many of us because it starts with us feeling down, right? Or we're sad about something we're going through. Then that feeling begins to escalate to us not wanting to do things that we would normally do. Next, we start to isolate ourselves from people we love or make excuses to keep people from us. Sound familiar? Sounds familiar to me. I want us to pay attention to the signs. Then we start to attach ourselves to our bed or our couch. We're spending way too much time on both or one or the other. Then that depression takes on a life of its own and it becomes a normal state or feeling for us. The darker it gets, the worse your state gets until depression is completely inside of you. I know I've been there. The good news is that we can kick depression out of us because it don't belong in us anyway. We have to fight. I am a living witness that once you begin to fight, you've already won. Fight, get help, get help, get help. And finally, finally, it's okay. Just to press the reset button. When you find yourself going down that path, press reset. Trust me, it helps. So going into my second episode or our second episode, it was titled The Art of Letting Go. That was an episode that I felt a lot of women and people in general receive some healing and breakthrough from being stuck or suffering from holding on to people or things they've been struggling to let go of. A lot of us struggle with holding on to our past or holding on to the pain or hurt someone causes. We have to forgive them and let it go. 
forgive ourselves and let it go. Spend time finding the purpose behind your pain and then transform that into your power. Don't spend time in pain. It's people and things that, believe it or not, they don't belong in our life any longer. I put out, I recently put out this quote on social media and it said, don't sacrifice your freedom trying to hold on to dust. Let it go. Stop trying to hold on to something that's barely there. Our guest for that episode was a really good friend of mine named Lenoya Murphy. And Lenoya shared so much insight on letting go from realizing when it hurts too bad to keep holding on to, to sharing her wisdom of it's over, what can you do? Then when you are just simply tired, realizing that you're just tired and it's okay to let go, especially if you're always tired. She shared how acknowledging when something doesn't feel right, walk away. We have to be aware and know when enough is enough. We have to realize when their season in your life is over and close the chapter. They or it is just a part of your story. Move on. So that leads me into our third episode. And the title of that episode was Write Your Story or Someone Else Will. It is so many people, y'all, that believe they can write or they have the right. Let me just say that they they feel like they have the right to write your story or decide what this chapter of your story is supposed to look like. Our guest for that show was another good friend of mine named Chris Hale, and she shared so much wisdom about us owning our story. I love how she said she had to snatch the pen and paper from people trying to write her story for her. You decide what's next. You decide when to rewrite a chapter that's going in the wrong direction. It's okay to shift your chapter You decide how you will move in this season in your life. No one has the right to write that for you. All of that starts with you owning your story. Then we talked about closing a chapter that's over. We have to realize when it starts to get uncomfortable, listen to God. He's trying to tell you something. We need to realize when we've outgrown a part of our story and it's time to close the chapter and move on to the next. We have to learn how to listen to our hearts. So that leads me into our fourth episode, and it was with my four amazing sisters. And what a show it was. I am still getting comments from women that have been underestimating their power or giving their power away. The title of the episode is What's Taking Your Power and How to Get It Back? We have to recognize things that take our our power away. Recognizing those things is key to being able to walk in your power. When we begin to realize that we have been giving our power away to things that don't deserve it or people or circumstances that we have no control over, when we focus on things we can control, it fuels our power to control our story. So ask yourself, are you in control of your story? If not, take control of your life. I asked my sisters how they walk in their power, and each of them shared some powerful answers from empowering others, caring for others, being the person that will lift a stranger's spirit, 
being able to speak to who you are, and finally, helping others overcome situations that we overcome. I encourage you to to discover your power and walk in it, okay? So that concludes the recap of month one. I hope that you will continue this journey with me into month two. I'm excited about it. I hope you heard something that will motivate you to grow into the best version of you from the first four episodes of Your Worth It. Thank you again for being with me in month one. All right, so let's transition into today's episode, episode five. Today's episode is called What Happened? Have you ever been going about life in a good place when everything was going your way and a change happened suddenly and leave you wondering what happened? That has happened to me more times than I would like to remember, okay? I remember when I got pregnant with my first child, my beautiful baby girl. Life was great for me, y'all. I mean, everything was lined up the way it was supposed to be lined up. I was pregnant with my first child. My ex-husband and I had just bought our first house. I was in the start of my career after graduating from college. I was happy. I remember I even had a baby shower in Detroit and then turned around and had another baby shower in Atlanta. Just spoil. I was just being spoiled. I was really excited to have my first child and a girl, no less, a mini me. I was really, really excited. Well, here I was ready to have this baby and I was 40 weeks pregnant and she decided that she wasn't coming yet. Okay. She wasn't ready. And I was huge. Finally, at 42 weeks, I went into labor. It was around Thanksgiving, and today is actually the day she was born. I was so happy because I finally went into labor. I remember going to the hospital, and I wasn't dilating. And women, you understand that when you're not dilating, it's, like, it's a long process. So the midwife, they sent a the midwife because, again, it was Thanksgiving. Um, it was around Thanksgiving, and... She gave me some medicine to slow down the contractions and sent me home. So I went home and I went to sleep. Hours later, I woke up freezing and bleeding. My ex-husband, he immediately rushed, back, rushed us back to the hospital. And my temperature was 104. And my daughter was in major distress. So they rushed me into an emergency C-section and I woke up to my my husband crying and my heart dropped as he told me that she was alive, but she wasn't breathing when they deliver her. And it took, I think he said almost 20 minutes to resuscitate her. And when I saw her um, for the first time, it was a mix of draining emotions. I couldn't understand how this beautiful, beautiful girl in front of me, almost seven pounds, and she was so gorgeous, could come into this world and experience so much suffering. I immediately knew she was suffering. I knew she was suffering. The doctors told us that she had a small chance to live, and if she did, she would suffer from disabilities because some of her organs shut down while they were trying to resuscitate her, and it wasn't oxygen getting to her brain. She held on, y'all. She held on for two days. 
long enough for her to tell her daddy and I it was okay to let her go. She was going to be okay. When she passed, it was this peace that came over me. It was it was kind of peaceful. But then there was a darkness that came at the same time. I couldn't understand why I was planning a funeral for my daughter after I had just planned a baby shower. And I'm going to try to get through this without crying. So I'm sorry if I get a little rattled. I was picking out a casket after I had just picked nursery themes for her bed. I was suffering. And I remember walking into the funeral home and I dropped and lost it. I, I just I couldn't get up. My ex-husband, my mom, my sisters rushed to me to get me up and I just couldn't get it together. And something I just remember something said, look up. And I looked up and I saw all these family members from Detroit and Columbus, Georgia. I saw my cousins and aunts and uncles. I saw my family and friends from Atlanta. I mean, I was looking at co-workers. Then I saw the midwife that sent me home over there crying her eyes out. I remember looking up at all that support and wondering how that many people even knew about this. It, it all happened so fast. But when I looked at all of that support, it was like a rush of strength that came over me. I, I just can't even explain what I felt. And it gave me enough strength to bury my daughter. That support, it, it just, I can't even explain what it did for me. So I buried my daughter and I know I, I remember going home and I was numb and darkness was just all over me. I rarely remember anything after that, that day or the day after. I honestly don't even remember when my mom and sisters went home. Like that, those few days was just, it's, it's like a blackout for me. I was numb. And I remember days had passed and I had this dream one night of me running to the front of my house with a white nightgown on, falling to my knees saying, help me, help me, help me, please. I can remember this dream so vividly. I cried out so many times and then I woke up and I was barely sleeping then anyway, but I remember I did fall asleep, had that dream and I woke up. And when I was awake, I had this thought come over me that said, I don't want to be here anymore. So I went through that day and that night and the next day, I grabbed these pain pills called Percocets. And I remember that my ex-husband, he was supposed to be gone. So I got up and I took one. I was in pain. Um, I took one. Then I took another. And next thing you know, I'm pouring all of these pills out on the bed in front of me. And I'm looking at them to see if it was enough. And I took another. So now I'm at three. And I, I laid down and something kept telling me to finish them. It was like a voice that said, finish, finish, finish. I got up and sat over the pills and grabbed two more to take. And next thing you know, my ex-husband came out of nowhere and knocked the pills out of my hand and start yelling, how many did you take? How many did you take? And I was crying so hard. And I was saying, I don't want to be here anymore. And I'm just crying. And he's hysterical. And he had enough sense to count the pills to realize that I didn't get a chance to take enough to kill myself. He held me until I fell asleep. And I couldn't believe what I was ready to do after I woke up and we talked. 
it's, it's something that we never talk about. We never talked about it after that. And I never talked to anyone about it or got the help that I needed, partly because I was ashamed that I was willing to give up. There are some days I wish to believe that I would not have gone through it, but the thought was enough to consume me some days. Let me just say this. Don't push your loved ones away. Let them help you through it. Don't give up. Push through the pain. I promise you, your happiness is on the other side. And I almost missed that. I didn't have the luxury of going into a depression then. I went straight to the bottom of that dark hole head first. If you are not okay, don't tell people that you are. Let people help you. Life can, life can hurt, right? It can hurt. It can hurt more than any of us care to experience. It gets rough and darkness can come over us and cause us to make choices that don't line up with who we are or our character. But when we face those moments in life, we have to remember to fight. Remember that you are a survivor even when it gets tough. It's okay to feel the toughness you are experiencing, but know that you're tough enough to survive it also. I wish I had known that then. It's okay to feel the hurt, but don't live in that hurt. It's okay to be sad, but don't let sadness escalate and take control over what happens next, because that's what I did. When you let sadness control you, you are vulnerable to depression making bad choices, or even losing yourself. I'll never understand why I had to lose my daughter, but I do know God saved me by sending my ex-husband to stop me from making a choice that would have prevented me from living in my purpose. Losing my chance to become a mother of two amazing sons that bring me joy every single day. Missing out on all the things God had and still have in store for me. Life can be unpredictable and can leave you instantly wondering what happened. Life's journey will leave us or challenge us into to this what happened state of mind. But those challenges are what build us and make us look at the very essence of who we are. And I talk about that at the beginning of all of my podcasts because I want us to always look at the very essence of who we are. Challenges can be tough, but embracing them will show you how tough you are. Challenges can knock you off your feet, but I promise you if you face them head on, you will show how you can stand back up in the midst of adversity. A challenge on your journey will have you wondering what happened. The one thing I love about challenges is challenges, they expose our strengths. Challenges can expose our courage. Challenges exposes our character, right? Challenges will also expose our faith. Challenges exposes who we are and who God created us to be when we get in the moment in life where we have to ask the question, what happened? So what happens 
when life leaves you in this state wondering what just happened? What happens? I believe you happen. We happen. We fight. We stand up. We turn a what happened moment into a moment to grow and discover who we really are. Everything that has happened to me has helped me grow into the person I am fighting to become. The person I am meant to be. Life would not always go our way. But it has so much to offer of us if, if we just trust our journey. We have to trust our journey, okay? Fight through the rough parts. Grow from the rough parts. Become the best version of you because of the rough parts. Life is beautiful, but you have to believe in yourself. Believe in what's next for you and believe you are worth everything that this life has to offer for you. Remember that you are worth it, okay? So thank you so much for listening to me share my story or another part of my story with you. I'm going to share more as we continue this journey together. There's so much power in our story when we look back at what we survived. What has your survival meant to you? I hope you heard something that will encourage you to move forward on whatever is next for you, no matter what has happened. So there's a lot of things that has happened along our journey, but we have control over what happens next. Take control, be in control. Show yourself that you're in control. Prove to yourself who you are. Dig deep and find out who you are and stand up and grow into that person you know that you're meant to be, no matter what. Thank you for listening again. I look forward to your questions as always. I look forward to your comments as always. I look forward to you sharing some of your story with me in the future. I am working on an episode now where I am going to have you call in and share some of your stories with me. And we're just going to have dialogue, live dialogue, especially on the Facebook group called You're Worth It. And if you're not a part of it, I hope you become a part of that group. We are going to start to have interactive discussions because a lot of us has been through, have been through some things where we can help each other build and grow and become strong. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build a strong community, okay? We are going to be a strong community and we're going to learn from each other and we're going to help each other. We're going to motivate each other and we're going to share with each other. So thank you so much again for listening. I look forward to you being on the next episode. And it is the episode that I told you guys about before. We're going to look into some things that we need to challenge ourselves with, grow into. So I look forward to you being in the next on the next episode to hear one of my guests amazing story and she's going to share some great insight with you some great wisdom with you and I promise you it's going to bless you towards your healing and towards your growth and to and bless you to become the best version of you. So thank you so much. I have enjoyed this episode with you today. I have healed from this episode today because it was part of that story that I haven't shared a lot because I kept it hidden, hidden inside. You know, my, my sister, Michelle, always say that a lot of us suffer in silence. Well, 
I am going to break that with her. We are no longer going to suffer in silence because of things that we are ashamed of. We are powerful enough to stand up for ourselves and move forward because we're not perfect, but God is creating us into something amazing. Thank you so much. And I am out.